Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Okay, up, 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 down, Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny Too Informing. And now, without further delay, your host, John Hannon. Alright, thanks. Alright guys, um, this is episode 41. Uh, you're listening to Funny to Informing. The intro track's brought to you by www.bensound.com. And I'm John. And um, I hope you guys liked the little prelude into this, you know, uh, during the intro. Because um, I had a thing, I had a little sound clip on my desktop and it just said noise. And I didn't know what it was or I'd forgotten I had done that. Uh, you know, and I forget why, you know, I don't have no idea. There's no real memory of us, of a story to that. But, uh, yeah, so I figured I would just throw it into the intro. I didn't really have much else. So I was like, screw it. Why not? Um, but I hope everybody's doing well. Um, this is episode 41, a Monday, uh, episode. And, um, today there's, it's, it's going to be a pretty good one. Um, you know, I um, earlier in the weekend, I talked to um, a guest that I had on, and I'm going to play the interview for you guys um, in a little bit here. It was with um, Rhett Hall from the Brain Trust Bros podcast. And uh, so it was a lot of fun. You know, I'm not going to be doing Digi Hears today, but if you're not familiar with the Brain Trust Bros podcast, it's, um, you know, they... They pretty much do what I do a little bit. You know, I go out and meet new guests and, you know, they have different areas of, um, you know, expertise or knowledge. And uh, that's a, that's pretty much what Rhett Hall does. And he finds out, um, you know, personally about the people that he has on. But, um, you know, I've only really done like face to faces for the most part. I did one phone interview of a band up in Philly, uh, Adventure Lost. But other than th- other than that. I've um you know done face to face and um you know and he's he's a Florida podcaster but he is guests he has on um are from all, you know all over literally all, like internationally too you know he, I think he had one from New Zealand not too long ago and he'll talk to people up in Canada um you know so he'll do it like over the web and uh you know it's a really interesting podcast and he has some really uh, great people on but, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll let him, you know, me and him talk about it <clears throat> in a second here. But, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, my week's been pretty good. I've been still trying to uh, get used to the, the new work schedule. You know, I've been trying to find different times to be uh, doing the show. You know, just last episode I had Bluegill McGillicuddy on, which was um, cool. You know, we uh, 
I thought we I thought we were going to be talking about fishing a lot more than we did, but we just kind of glossed over fishing a little bit, you know. Um, and then we started talking about bird sounds and you know different types of birds and did did you hears and stuff. So that's a good episode. It was the last one I um, you know re- recently did. So go out and check it out. Um, but. Uh, you know, other than that, it's just been getting used to the, um, the new work schedule. You know, I haven't even been really like going out too much, um, or doing things, you know, but I, I can stand not to do that and, you know, be a focus on working because, uh, I would say in about two weeks now I'm going to Vegas. So once I, um, once I get over there, you know, I'll be able to, um, you know, let you guys know how it is and try to get, uh, some recordings from the casino floors and, you know, walking the strip and, you know, wherever. And, uh, you know, me and baby are going, um, with my parents. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're staying in Paris, but, um, somewhere in the middle, we're going to be, um, possibly staying well somewhere else. I'll say that for right now and then just leave it at that. But, you know, so, and let it be a surprise later on or something, but it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I can't wait for that, you know, so I'm fine with not going out right now. But uh, so that's pretty much it. Um, you know, uh, hopefully you're uh, soon coming up in the future. I can have um, Ed Irvin, Tomoka beer guy. Um, you know, hopefully he can come by and we can talk about beer a little bit. That might be um, a future episode. And then uh, hopefully soon here I can get uh, Pizza Peisenberg in here. I'm talking to you, Coleman. Get out here. I uh, yeah. So I, I figured me and him could talk all about pizza a little bit, you know, because if there was a if there's a kingpin of pizza, especially in Central Florida, he's uh, he's the one. So I would love to talk to him about that. But um, you know, so that's those might be future episodes. But uh, I'm not going to waste any more time. Um, this is uh, pretty much me and Rhett Hall um, talking over the interwebs about um, you know just podcasting the community in general and uh, his show Brain Trust Bros podcast. So um, I'm just going to play a little jingle and then go right into it. And um, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. And I will uh, hopefully see you guys on Friday. Hey, guys, do you guys have a message that you want to convey onto the show? Do you just want to say hi? Are you really fucking lonely? Or do you just want to be a dick and roll in like a tool bag? Well, let me tell you where you can get a hold of us so that you can do any of the above. Funny to informing, uh, if you just search it on Instagram, it'll, you know, pop up right there and, uh, you know, you can get a hold of us that way. Or the other preferred way is facebook.com slash funny to informing. And, um, you know, those two ways you could definitely get a hold of us to, to do whatever you want to do, you know, and just to say hi, you know, be my buddy, be my pal, be my friend. Guys, so I am sitting here, welcome, with Rhett Hall from the Brain Trust Bros podcast, like I mentioned. Um, we're doing it through like a video audio chat. Um, he's not here in this pod, in the patio studio, <laughs> but <laughs> in the podcast. But um, I am still present. I am still yeah, present. I'm yeah, always man. present. Um, how are you doing today, dude? <laughs> 
Good. I I wish you wouldn't have said that because I was going to try to play it off like I was on your beautiful patio in sunny Florida, (laughs) which I'm always in sunny Florida. I live here as well, but we were just talking off mic about how actually big this state is, and it's like you wouldn't think about it being four hours from my house to your house just from here to to Kissimmee, but it's it's a long way. Yeah, because you you know you mentioned where you lived, and because we were trying to get you to come out here and. I was like, no, yeah. I don't do that. You know, out of like the kindness of my heart, I couldn't make you do that drive <laughs> for like what an hour, an hour and a half, and then go back. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was gung ho. I was like, I'm gonna come up there. I'm going to. And then I then I ran it through Google Maps. I was like, nope, no, we're not gonna do that. No. <laughs> so, unless you can like do like three birds and one stone and like bang out a bunch of errands down here while you're at it, but. Nah, that's not yeah. something that you can uh, force. You know, we're fine doing it just like this. This is perfect, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Absolutely. hearing you just fine. I see you got the brave shirt on. So, yes, sir. Brave suck. I'm a Phillies fan, so I can't even talk. Yeah, but, they actually um, just got. I read something this morning about the Braves. They're going to have like sanctions and stuff put on them for some kind of wrongdoing in their their association. I don't really watch baseball. I just grew up as a Braves fan, and um, I, 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 I something about it. It's crazy. I started falling off of baseball because it seems like everybody cheats, you know, and it's like, how can oh, yeah. we like, how can we dock this person for cheating or this person for cheating when everybody's doing it, you know? So like, it yeah. kind of sucks. Like when Barry Bonds didn't get into the hall of fame, it kind of just, it, it kind of sucks because, you know, he hits like 760 something home runs, but they're saying that yeah. steroids are the only reason like, come on, he, he worked yeah. out too, you know? And I, I, mean, and I, feel like, I don't think steroids. I don't think steroids help your hand-eye coordination to be able to hit, you know, no, hit a ball in the perfect spot. You know. Yeah, you 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 beat me to it. I was about to mention like the, the, the side effects. You know, <laughs> like you're you're trading yeah. in like you know your speed or you know whatever. To so there's there's downsides to trying to cheat. So I mean, I yeah, but I don't really you know I've fallen off of baseball a lot. The only times I can really enjoy baseball now is when you go to the games. You know, like yeah. in between all the half innings, you know, they got the people shooting the T-shirts and the hot dogs at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I can only go to them nowadays, but cool. So you're doing yeah. well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. The, uh, you know, the, the podcast is going great, and I, I've, I've had some cool people on and, and met some fun people. And I, we had Thanksgiving with my mother last night, and I just had the leftovers for lunch and i'm mm-hmm. i'm kind of on a uh, a turkey high right now so i'm really excited about <laughs> doing this on like a on like a, a southern southern comfort food thanksgiving high yeah it's interesting well, good good and um you know to talk about your show a little bit if people aren't familiar with it it's mm-hmm. called brain trust bros podcast and um it's I, I kind of see a relation between our two shows uh, because on mine, yeah. you know, what I've tried to make the basis or what I tell people I'm proud of with Funny to Informing is um, like that I go and, you know, go meet these people. You know, like one, I had like a cryptocurrency episode talking about like Bitcoin and all of that. So yeah. I went mm-hmm. to the office building that like they were mining, you know, the uh, yeah. virtual coin. And, you know, so I so like that's where I pride myself most in is like going out and talking to these people that, you know, I may not be really familiar with or, you know, like we're strangers, mm-hmm. you know, but we're yeah, out here exactly, both doing yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, how is that for you to get those type of guests on? Because I know how it is for me, but how it is how is it for you to, to meet these new people and like kind of break out of that shell, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the interesting thing for me, what what was shocking from the beginning was the fact that anybody would want to come on and talk to me in the first place. 
So that was the first hurdle to get over was like, was, okay, I'm sending these people a tweet or a Facebook message or whatever, and they're agreeing or an email, whatever, and they're agreeing to come on and talk to somebody who is a little podunk podcaster in nowhere, Florida. You know, they're, they're going to call me on Skype and talk to me. And yeah. so once I got over that, over that initial, like, because um, we, we used to do a movie podcast, and I was able to talk to actually some really big. Uh, fairly big names in indie acting and also like actual stuff that you have seen, you know, people that you've seen on TV and, and in movies. And oh, okay. the biggest thing for me was, was I, I've always been really good at, at conversationalism. So a lot of being able to relate on a level at, at some level with somebody finding some common ground. And, yeah. you know, I, I asked the questions and I, and I have always been really good about, I, I do it from a place of, I want to learn about them, and right, yeah. I, I ask those questions from that from that perspective more so than just you know the regular junket questions. Like, so what was it like working on this? I prefer to uh, learn about them and who who they are, and then because that's really what ultimately, um, ultimately kind of it makes up who they are and what they do. So yeah. to me, that was the hard, that was kind of the hurdle for me when I'm coming up with questions or when I'm, when I'm getting these guests on is doing just enough research to kind of find some common ground, but not so much that I learn too much about them. Cause I want to hear it from their words and I want to actually have a real human response to the conversation. Um, yeah. Where, By the way, if you hear I'm the plane, just, them, yeah. if you hear the plane, just ignore it. You know, don't let it yeah, bother yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. bother me at all. Um, yeah. yeah. So that that's that was kind of the the biggest thing with, with getting guests on is um, trying to make sure that I, for one, know what questions to ask, but also be in the moment and be present with with how they're explaining their situation or what they've gone through. Because I've had some interesting people come on and they're talking about like. One one or their other parents committing suicide and Whoa. like stuff like like opening up to about stuff and they, these people are like artists and writers and stuff that you wouldn't even think and they, they don't really talk about that stuff and yeah and it's you know opening up and that was that was kind of the hard thing was you know going into it and and realizing that there is a weight to inviting people on and learning about them there's there is some yeah. importance to it and there's well, a and there's a yeah. That oh well, uh, that's kind of like a huge compliment too. Like the fact that they mm-hmm. open up to you the way that they do. Exactly. I, yeah. I would. I, would, I yeah. would take that as a huge compliment. Exactly, and I take it very seriously. And a lot of people they hear they hear the name of the podcast, the Brain Trust Brothers podcast, and they think it's just like broing out for an hour, which I have no problem yeah. with. I mean, I'm a guy, and I enjoy the you know locker room talk and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But when they actually listen to it, I actually got a comp a. a, a an iTunes review on it and they said I thought it was going to be an hour long broadcast of fart jokes and dick jokes and I'm like nope that's definitely not that's definitely not what it is I was like you're going to hear some stuff some real stuff on there and that's just not what I'm about you know I, I want real real conversation and that's where a lot of the guests that I've had on have come from a place of and I explain it to them I say you know this is the entire show is based on me learning you know, learning who you are and what motivates you to do what you do so that the audience can then be inspired by the fact that we're all just people and yeah. they can do this stuff too. You know, yeah, at some, at some level they can all do it. So, yeah. Cause I, I know, um, you know, like you've, you've done, like you've had people come to your studio, but then you've also done like the, like the remote 
interviews, you mm-hmm. know, where and this is only the second time I've ever done this. You know, usually it's a, yeah. a lot of my interactions are face to face. But um, uh, the one thing I noticed with like trying to get guests for, for myself, because I, I'm kind of like you, I really want to know about these things, you know, but. I, I advertise my show as dick and fart jokes. You know, I tell them it's a lot of dude humor, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, but so – and it's named to Funny to Informing simply enough because we focus yeah. on being funny. But the fact that information comes out of it is gravy. Gravy. Th- mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Gravy. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. I had uh, a lot so... of that yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> gobble, gobble. But exactly. I, uh, but for me, it's so – like I'm just an introvert, so it's so nerve-wracking mm-hmm. for me to actually – like I can prep all I want you know, and be ready to go and this and that. But then it's like we start recording, and then it's just like yeah. the nerves kick in. <laughs> and, and like do you, do you deal with any type of nerves or you know, trying to overcome you know, your innards? Um, kind of. I, you know, the thing is, is like uh, for some of these people, especially the podcasters that I've had on, so like – Maybe the last couple of months has been pretty much just straight podcasters on. That is not as nerve wracking to me as someone that's like that I that I know doesn't talk into a microphone every day or, or at least once a week. Right. So the podcasters, I they, I don't deal with that as much. But you know, I did an interview with a guy that uh, is a writer. He's from the South, and he writes about the area of Alabama that I'm from. And a lot of times that the, the southeastern part of Alabama, the northern, the panhandle of Florida. And he, his dad uh, committed suicide. And I mm. found out about it, and we actually recorded it on Father's Day, the, oh. the interview. Okay, <clears throat> so I was already nervous about that. And it was the first time he'd ever done an oral interview as well. He's done written stuff, but he's never done an oral interview until I Jeez. interviewed him. So there was nerves there too. So he told me oh, all that stuff before we actually. So that's the most nervous I've ever been, and it's one of the best interviews that I've ever done. And I think with nerves, it comes for me. For me particularly, it gives me a level of focus. Yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm not nervous, I tend to not care. But if I am nervous, it forces me to focus on what I'm doing uh, a little bit a little bit more. So than, you're one of you know, those to um, actually be in the moment. Yeah. You're one of those good under pressure type of people. That's good. I'd like That's to think good. so. I'm not. I'm not as clutch as I'd like to be. I would love to say that I'm like you know Michael Jordan at the NBA Finals clutch, um, <laughs> but but I, I I've always done really well with situations that are probably not comfortable for everybody, and, and yeah. I, can t- I tend to you know not to toot my own horn, but I tend to do pretty well in those situations. I, I don't usually get freaked out or weirded out by stuff and and i'm also if everybody else shuts up if everybody else clams up i'm usually the one that still kind of pushes through and and my personality personality will come out a little bit more um yeah you know i've always been kind of the the i had to compensate for self-esteem with with my personality a lot of times yeah, well, try to make people well, what laugh. did they what did they say it's something about like <laughs> being great isn't about being fearless it's like being mm-hmm. great is about like uh, doing what you want to do aside that fear or something like that, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Facing facing that fear and, and pushing through, and you know, yeah. that I I've done. I, I mean, I am I what you would call a textbook in, introvert. I, you know, I mm. I really don't enjoy people very much, which is interesting because I I don't like to be in crowds. I don't like the general public, but when it comes to meeting people, I want a deep understanding of who they are. I want yeah. to know them. 
I don't want to just go, hey, I'm I'm Rhett, nice to meet you. Hey, I'm Rhett, nice to meet you, to the next person. I want to make a lifelong friend. And if I don't make a lifelong friend within the first, like, 20 minutes of talking to somebody, I move on. Yeah, you know, okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's weird. I, I, I'm... You've had some, um, <laughs> like, remarkable guests on your show. Like, you know, you were saying, you know, some indie actors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, there was, like, uh, a couple, like, one in particular I was, um, like, really listening to. Um, the guy who was a tour guide, um, the guy who has his own podcast, yeah. Mike Brown. Mike mm-hmm. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, you know, and being a tour guide, that was just when he started talking about that. That's just one of those jobs. Have you ever, like, looked at an occupation and been like, how did that person get there? You know, like, how yeah. did they start doing that? Like, cleaning up roadkill at 3 a.m. or something. Like, how did you start? Yeah. And, like, tour guide is one of those where I'm just like, like, what what did you do to, like, get to this <laughs> position? You know, like, what, like, because you have to have, like, all this knowledge about, you know, wherever you're touring, you know, you're taking the guide yeah. to mm-hmm. and, you know, all these little things. So it was really, like, interesting. That episode is probably my favorite one or um, cool. either that or Paul, and I cannot say his last name, Paul. Jomo. Jomo. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, yeah. he, uh, the Varmints podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah. he was interesting, um, especially when he, like, like broke his ankle or sprained his ankle three <laughs> different oh jeez all those popping you know. sounds was just great yeah 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 but Paul, you do have some like really good unique guests yeah i appreciate that yeah mike brown was interesting i i he does a show called pleasing terrors and it's uh about mm-hmm. it's ghost stories you know stuff like that supernatural um and so he's a he just a little backstory on him he's a uh a ghost tour guide. So they do overnight tours, um, in oh, Charleston, yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. And he, um, the interesting thing about him was that he was so into stories and books and stuff like that when he was a kid. So he, that was kind of his natural thing, but a lot of people didn't know that he was in the Navy. And so Ooh, I got a lot of comments yeah. on that episode that they were like, I had no idea that he was in the Navy. He doesn't talk about it. And that's something that came up on my show. I was like, yeah, I, I, just assumed that was common knowledge. A lot of people li- like him. A lot of people listen to his show, and I just assumed that was something that everybody knew, but nobody knew it. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, it's interesting. And I'm like, I, I was interested as well. Where does the tour guide come from? And I asked him that, and I was like, where does this, the need for that for the stories and stuff come from? And he said, you know, when I was a kid, I just really love stories. And I really love books, and I was kind of a kind of a nerd, kind of a bookworm, and. That's just where it yeah. comes from the need to, to the need to understand stories and supernatural stuff, and that's just kind of kind of where it comes from. It was very yeah. interesting to me. I mean, yeah, you got to start somewhere, you know what I mean. And uh, like, what how, for the Brain Trust Bros? Like, how did you start? Like, where was your moment where you knew that you wanted to like put a project together, and you know, reach well, out to okay. a bunch of different people? The history of the Brain Trust Brothers Network um, is kind of interesting. I, I was a home health aide by trade. Um, so I actually took care of people in their home and <clears throat> the guy that I took care of is my age in a wheelchair. Um, and he's actually the person that I co-founded the network with in the beginning. Okay. Uh, so how old are you? We if you don't having, mind me asking. I'm 28. 28. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 25 I, for I'm me. A, so oh, there you go. I'm your elder. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm very rarely, the funny thing is I, I mentioned something I was like, I'm 28 and we're putting this project together and I'm the youngest by quite a bit, uh, that is putting another project together. And I made, I made a comment about, and they're like, they're like, yeah, I was like, I, I've just always enjoyed being with around older people. 
it's weird. Uh, I don't know. That's a tangent. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird tangent. But yeah, anyway, we were having a weird, we were having this weird, like, depressed week, Jared and I. And I said, you know, I, I've always liked podcasts since about 2011, um, when I got my first iPhone. And I was listening to stuff like Nerdist, and you made it weird with Pete Holmes, and Doug mm. Loves Movies, mm. uh, How Did This Get Made, stuff like that. You know, a lot of comedians turned podcasters. Um, yeah. And... I never really knew how to start one. I didn't know that you that just anybody could do it. And so uh, I said, you know what, Jared, let's just let's just start a podcast. Let's let's start a podcast. And he's a, he's a creative writer by by trade. And so if you go to our website, there's actually stuff that articles that he's written um, that he wrote, you know, at the towards the beginning of the year and stuff about movies and TV, which is what we mainly started with. Oh, good. So it's um, not e- kinda... it's not even just like ripping articles and then just you know no 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 he wrote sharing all of them it, yeah good mm-hmm. good he, he wrote all that stuff and so that's where that started and I said you know I, uh, Chris Hardwick, Hardwick is a big um, a big uh, kind of an idol of mine I really yeah enjoy he he, what he, he does, does the nerdist right yeah and yeah. so if you look at basically everything that we've done it kind of has emulated even down to my podcast has kind of emulated. Uh, what he's done with the Nerdist Network, so they have podcasts on their network and all that stuff. But I, you know, it came down to um, I just wanted to do something. I needed a creative outlet. We were both really depressed and really having a hard time, and we honestly we needed something that was a possibility of a money maker too. We needed to become financially independent, and um, we're still waiting on that, guys. Still waiting <laughs> on the money maker to come in, but. Dirty. But from the beginning, I <laughs> yeah exactly Patreon dot com slash BT Bros Pod. There you go. Um, no, no, no. Seriously, in all seriousness, uh, we we uh, you know I I I've always wanted to um, have this community of, and I didn't realize that it was a thing until later on. But this community of podcasts that where we actually host their media and stuff for them, and we say we're this family of podcasts. That's what I've I've always kind of envisioned as being kind of the Chris Hardwick of the indie podcast scene you know, kind of that idea. And, um, that's sort of what I emulated with the network and the podcast. It's funny. It actually started out as something completely different. We were doing the movie show and him and I were still having these depressed, you know, stuff. We'd have these long conversations about just life and stuff. And yeah. And just like a quick thing about depression. Once you, once you, you are depressed, you are like Mm -hmm. always, it's always going to be there. It just depends what brings it to the surface. It never just goes yeah. away. Just if, so people like if you're not like if you've never suffered depression, just so that people understand that like it never goes away. It's just it, nope. it, you try to keep it at the bottom as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just yeah, had yeah. to get that no, off because. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, and I I completely I, I agree. Like I I still suffer, I still suffer stuff. Like I'm 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 really having a hard time sometimes these days you know still even though we're doing great stuff it's still there you know it's still something like a shadow looming over you you know it's always yeah there. yeah my, my my main trigger <laughs> is like when i can't like look down the line like because i like to plan ahead for things and if if my my if if, if like the next week ahead looks so unsure i i get like anxious and i get like you know, just very unsettled, and then it starts to, you know, become an irritation, and then it's like I'm depressed, 
you know it's like so i have to like know what's coming ahead of me you know not that like i'm a super organizer Mm -hmm. i need an itinerary for everything but you know (laughs) i do get overwhelmed when you know it's so unsure what's going to be happening in the future you know and i i I hate that feeling it like it like gives me the crawlies you know it's like Mm -hmm. but um Okay, so yeah, so, yeah, so that's, that's so we had this good. we had this early iteration of a show. We called it Free Therapy, um, and the idea was that he he had gone wanted to go to school to be a psychologist, and um, he we he was kind of we we would bring a topic to the to the table once a week and talk about it. And so we started with fear. We had these like seven episodes. It was like fear, stress, addiction, depression, disability, all this kind of stuff. Humor, yeah. and so we just did this stuff, and is, we were is bringing that still out some, there. Is this still, it's is it's this... actually it's actually the first seven seven episodes um, are actually on the Brain Trust Brothers podcast RSS feed. So like, oh, I didn't go back se- that far. Okay, yeah, there's seven episodes that have like free therapy colon and the topic, and then it starts with the first episode. So it's episode one of the Brain Trust Brothers podcast. So then it goes. Mm. So technically, I actually have thirty episodes, but seven of those are old ones that we did that we just added to that feed. Mm. I'm gonna have to go back and find those. Yeah. I, um... Um, so basically, we were we were having these guests on, and Jared just really wasn't really great with with interviewing guests he just wasn't confident he's not a conversationalist he's a very introverted very inner inside thinker he's just not a mm. able able in the moment to to just say stuff and 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 react to stuff and and be relevant in a conversation right. and so we moved to i you know i've always wanted to do interviews i've always liked to get to know people and so that's where it came from and um, we started the show and, and it, it's really become, you know, we were trying for a while to do these like hostful episodes and it just never really felt right. So it just mm. really, it just went to me just doing interviews one-on-one and has kind of evolved into the format that it is now. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of where it came from. It was just, uh, the, the podcast specifically was just a place of, we needed, we needed to talk. We just needed to sit and talk and get stuff off of our chest and, and things that we were dealing with, you know. Yeah, I mean, from the outside looking in to start a podcast, it seems really overwhelming, but it it can be actually pretty simple, you know. If uh, mm-hmm. if you make it simple on yourself, like what's the kiss? Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah yep. just kiss. Yep. Keep it simple, and then you know the the content is you know the big deal, and your the content for your show is phenomenal. You know what I mean? So, uh, the dude, quality, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know you. the quality can you know for for some reason take a dive and it won't Mm -hmm. stop you know the the quality of your show no matter what yeah but um okay and you said um you know maybe we'll bounce back to the brain trust bros but i wanted to talk about the other the other thing you were starting the podcast roundtable but before that you said you were from alabama yeah i'm originally from alabama um a small uh, i say small town it's actually kind of a big town called dothan alabama it's right in the southeastern corner right by Fulton, georgia um, okay, when yes. when did you come to Orlando? 2011. 2000, oh, well, I'm, okay. I'm in uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in a town called Inglewood, which is um, it's in South Sarasota County, which is like if you look at the map, there's the two little the little indentions where like Tampa Bay, and then right below there, there's like Charlotte Harbor, and we're in the little oh, okay. jut out part is where I live. So I'm. I'm pretty far down. I'm like way over halfway down the state of Florida, and yeah, you know. was it was that like a culture shock coming here or no? Um, probably well, not, not it, so much. It. My mom lives down here, and so I moved in with her 
Um, and it was, it was, it was interesting that people are here. People here are a lot different um, than Alabama. There's a lot of people who transplant from different places. Um, a lot of yeah. people who maybe have rough pasts in other places too. Um, that that come down here and it's kind of a it's kind of an inexpensive place to live with a pretty high uh, with a pretty low cost of living, but the the salaries are pretty high and it's kind yeah, of easy yeah. to live here. And so a lot of people from up north come down here and it was just it was really interesting um to try to transition. Like I don't I don't really have a, a strong accent if you notice that. It's pretty no. it's pretty innocuous, but but I can drop into it. If I just start talking like this, it's it comes out. You know, <laughs> if I you know, I can I can drop into it. I just I really try not to um to have it, but I I dropped it because people thought that I was dumb when I moved down here. Um, they couldn't really understand what I was saying, and um, you know, yeah, I, I talked slow. I talked slow, <laughs> and they just didn't know, you know, what I was talking about. But you know, it, it's it is a culture shock. I agree. It's it's a very very different place to live. It's it's this weird melting pot of old and young, and northern and southern, and. You know, yeah, there's there's fast pace, but there's a really slow pace. A lot of the stuff closes at like 8 p.m. here, but then you've got like a 24 hour Walmart down the street. And, you know, it's just this weird it's a weird like amalgamation of different yeah. cultures in this one. But, place. when you, you know? when you said melting pot, I think that's like the perfect way to describe <laughs> it, because it's it's actually how I feel like it is anyway. It's harder for me to find people Florida born that live here mm -hmm. as opposed to the yeah. people that come from Puerto Rico, New York. Uh, Tennessee, North Carolina, whatever, California. So, yeah. you know, myself, I'm not Florida born. I'm from Philadelphia. So okay. it's, you know, yeah, it, it's, it happens a lot. And then when people say, oh, I'm from Florida or born and raised, I'm like, really? Like, that's like the rare <laughs> case down here, you know? And Yeah. Uh, my my okay. wife was born and raised in the town that we live in. She was born and wow. raised here. So yeah, she's a, that's, that's she's very a weird rare. bird. That's, yeah, it's the same thing with my girlfriend. You know, she's all, you know, beaches and, you know, festivals and stuff. So, and, you know, I'm very f fair skinned, if you can tell. Very, very white and pale. <laughs> you yeah, and me both, pal. <laughs> I'm an inside. I'm an inside kid, you know, just till the day yeah. I die, I'm an inside kid. Yeah. And then, you know, that's <laughs> like for me and my girlfriend, it's kind of perfect in that way. Like, you know how they say opposites attract? It's like, yeah. I feel like you have to have some similarities, you know, things that you guys can share together. But like, in, like, I don't know when it's the opposites, you know, um, the, the past girlfriends I've had, it's like when we're at opposites, like different music tastes or something like before, I kind of could tell I wasn't like in love because I would have a different music taste than them or something. And then I would sit there instead of like sharing stuff with them, I'd be like, Oh, you got to listen to them. They're so much better than what you're listening to. Blah, blah, blah. This yeah. And that. But then with the girl, like with my girlfriend now, it's like, I, like I want to show her these things as like an extra option for her to listen to. And then I get excited about her music instead of being like, Oh, that's shit. You should listen to this. Da, da, da. It's like, I'm more open. So like, I feel like now I'm actually in love. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's that's good. how my yeah. wife and I are. I tell my wife and I too. Like I, I met her on, on Facebook. Um, I had some friend suggestions from friends that I had met from down here, and uh, the funny thing is, I read her profile, and it was all like the music that I listened to, uh, all the TV shows, all the movies that I liked, and you know, like, and the thing that you're talking about, where you're, 
the difference between trying to pry your stuff into their life versus it coming together and meshing well. You know, yeah. her and I discovered The Walking Dead together. We discovered Game of Thrones together. We discovered Doctor Who together. You know, and before it would be like, oh, you haven't seen this? And, and like she watches Star Wars with me and she never liked it before. I watch stuff that she likes that I never really liked before. And I'm willing to do that. And that's the difference. That's the yeah, thing that I found yeah. is the difference. Like I'm willing to open to be open minded because I know that she's going to reciprocate that. You know. Yeah, it's, it's and it's hard to explain because like <laughs> I can't say what like actually happened to like my mentality or whatever, but it just changed with you know with my my my, my lady that I'm with now. You know, it just changed, and I don't know what it was exactly, but I just started looking at things differently. You know, started sharing my own opinions differently as opposed to like forcing them on or getting like uh competing you know or anything like that yeah it mm-hmm. was just you know all of a sudden it was just like you know we were becoming one person as two separate people but yeah. uh okay so i wanted to move on a little bit well okay well maybe i don't know if this is gonna be a little bit of detailed of a question i kind of skipped over it what's your regular nine to five job I am currently unemployed. So before uh, ah. we evacuated for the hurricane uh, for Irma, um, mm-hmm. I was actually working for Jared. And because of the whole evacuation process, him being in a wheelchair, he actually moved to Sarasota, which is about 35 to 40 minutes away from here. And so I just became unemployed when I evacuated because of him having oh. to move. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it was – yeah, yeah it sucks. All right. Well, I just wanted to get that little piece of information. Yeah, I'm, Yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full time uh, podcast network owner now. I guess. Good. I don't. I, I was really unemployed get... just last week. I just recently got a job. So. Oh yeah, I like, saw Ooh. that. Congratulations. You're. Uh, yeah. You're thank a, you. Thank a, you. An artist, a sub artist at at uh, what do they call you guys at Firehouse? Uh, just. Just yeah, sub artist. I actually like that. Yeah, sub artist. Yeah. Well, I mean, I stole that. Uh, from, yeah, but... I stole that from Subway, but yeah, mm. <laughs> I stole it from Subway. Yeah, uh... I love, dude. I okay. love Firehouse Subs. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I love Firehouse Subs. They're extremely underrated as a fantastic sub place. If you've never eaten out of Firehouse Subs, go eat there because they steam the meat and the cheese together before mm-hmm. they put it on the yep. bread. After the bread's toasted, nobody else does that, and they're phenomenal. It's yeah, fantastic. yeah, it's uh, and like I've worked at other food places too, and it's um, it's very like I've worked at these places, like you know, I won't even say their names because it's not a compliment to them at all. But we'll be prepping the food and serving it up, and I'm like, you know, like I know the shady shit that's happening behind the counter, you know. And a firehouse, I was I was extremely impressed. I'm like I'm very prideful now in serving people up the food that that we that firehouse specifically has. It's uh yeah. it's refreshing because I've worked at some really shady food places where <laughs> I wasn't feeling good about doing what I was doing, and now I can actually yeah. like you know do it and feel okay about it and. You know, it's something. I just need an income for right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the Florida Podcast Roundtable a little bit. You know, okay. you've been trying to get um, some local podcasters and some hosts, co-hosts and stuff like that, you know, potential guests into this um, group chat or this um, this group on Facebook. And, um, like, what um, made you decide to do that, like bring all these people together? So, you know, you and I, John, are, are part of uh, a couple of groups on Facebook that are for podcasters specifically, right? And 
Yeah. I was noticing I was noticing every time somebody would say something about Florida, a bunch of people would comment on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a ton a ton of people who do podcasts here. And I was thinking, you know, uh, there's not really there there are a few groups on on Facebook that are like the Florida Podcasters Association. There's some there's a bunch of other groups that are that are meant for, you know, people who are already podcasting to come in and promote and stuff. But there's not a group of people who are specifically almost almost illicitly set up to help new podcasters start. And yeah. so I was like what what I wanted to do was start a group of uh, of podcasts specifically in Florida to be a resource for people who are either just starting out or are wanting to start a podcast so they can say hey these people actually live in the state that I live in and they're doing this at a at a pretty high level for the most part and you know I want to and it's it's a resource that I can reach out to and um and, and ask them questions and stuff and it's you know not state specific questions to be in a pocket you can do it anywhere but yeah. if they know that hey these people live in Tampa if I have questions they may just come to my house and help me or I live in Orlando somebody lives in Kissimmee like I can just drive over to their house or we can meet in a place and actually meet up and 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 talk about stuff and we can you know and my hope eventually is to put together an actual meetup and also a podcast where we can have people on who are just starting out and kind of be a resource to uh to to help them get started and help them feel comfortable in podcasting and to realize that there's a community here in the Sunshine State for for them to help them out and you know yeah. one of my big one of my big crusades the last like couple of months has been um you know Anytime there's a new podcaster who has a question, I jump on it immediately and I say, "Hey, what can I do to help you out?" Yeah, yeah, and- that's cool. That's that's um <laughs> that's a really good purpose. It's kind of like a like a trifecta then, um, you know, because you 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 know, you're there to help the people and maybe, you know, give them face-to-face time if, you know, they live close enough. And then it's yeah. like you know, it's it's kind of like an unofficial media channel right now because you can even go to the podcast roundtable for, you know, a couple of decent podcast you know brain trust mm-hmm. bros is on there funny to informing both probably top five podcast of all time i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> but um uh, peter in that just group got especially in, their... in that yeah, group peter especially from... it's top five <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all 30 of us um yeah yeah peter from scotch and good conversation you know just got in mm-hmm. there that show's phenomenal you know and there's a bunch of uh, other good ones is jody hewitt in that group um, she's Jody? not, she doesn't actually live, she doesn't live in Florida. She lives in South oh, Carolina. That's right. You're not invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. she's a good, yeah, okay. she's actually a really yeah, good buddy yeah. of mine now. I, I did her show. Um, she was a, as a guinea pig, uh, for an interview thing that they were doing, uh, like a week or so ago. And, uh, it was interesting. Like she, she had, she gave me like an existential crisis by asking me questions about, about if I've ever experienced like, a. Um, some kind of cult or or new religion, and I was like, you know what, I did have an experience that I didn't realize, and she like gave you? me a weird. It was it wasn't a cult. It wasn't like a, but it was it was it was religiously based, using religion to to you know do other stuff, and so it nah. was a you know it was a weird like like oh I guess I did have an experience, and she brought that out of me, and I was. I, I had to kind of get up in the fetal position in bed for a little while after that. I wasn't. I had a I had a weird crisis after that. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, when, <laughs> when stuff like that's going on, it's, it's totally normal not even to recognize it's happening in front mm-hmm. of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. So if people aren't familiar with that, the Florida Podcast Roundtable, that's uh, a group that Rhett Hall has started. Um, you can find it on Facebook. It's right there. It's kind of a small, tight niche group right now. But, um, you know, it's definitely going to be growing and we're there to help everybody that we possibly can. Um, yeah. And you you kind of, um, you know, claim you're somewhat nerdy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Got a little bit of a nerd side. Yeah, me too. So um, what, what what's like your favorite video game superhero? Superhero, I'm not really – I never really write comics or anything. Um, but no? video game – no, video game Mario Kart is my favorite video game of all time. Oh, man. Man, I've and had some I, intense, tense arguments oh, with that. Yeah, I, I had a, I had, I had a Nintendo sixty four when I was a kid in my bedroom, and I have, I have ten aunts and uncles, so you can imagine, you know, fifty cousins or whatever it is. Um, oh yeah, and we would have you guys like, could do family, tournaments. Oh yeah, we had family get-togethers, and so because it, because it was in my room, if I lost, I would take the controllers away. And I would be super pissed, right? I was that kind of kid. Like I have to win at all times. But yeah, we would do we would do uh, Mario Kart sixty four um, tournaments. Just that game all is my well, and I think for the sixty four they didn't have it then. Like I think for sixty four it was just about getting the star and trying to pass everybody. But there was one. I think it was for like the GameCube or something. But they mm-hmm. like the whole my whole like strategy was be in last place until the last lap, but keep it tight keep it a close race yeah. and then get like the blue shell or the star mm-hmm. and then just take out everybody at the top and then pass them. And yep. they were like, you know, Oh, that's fucked up that you did that. <laughs> I was like, no, it's part of the game. You know, we but would, would, we would play battle. So we would play battle. Oh yeah. With the balloons. Right. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was oh, a good yeah. time. It was a good time. Oh, we still play. I have a, bro. You, you can't see it in the background, but I have a, we, we, we have a Wii U and, my wife and I will play. Uh, we'll play Mario Kart Eight on the Wii U um, a lot of times. Is, is that the new she, one that they came out with? Uh, well, they have they have Mario Kart Deluxe on the Switch on the newest mm. like you know system, but we have this the system just before it, and we, yeah. her and I will play and 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 race each other. And I kind of I kind of made a monster because I I taught her how to drift in that so that she can actually <laughs> control it, and she beats me every single time we play now and. You know, I, I kick myself and now I won't play with her because she beats me because I'm still, you know, the perpetual seven year old. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got to agree with you on that, actually. Like if I had to pick like a favorite video game, it's between like Mario Kart and like Mario Party because I loved mm-hmm. all the Mario parties. I don't know what number they're up to now, but like Mario parties one through like five where I was all over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah we used to play, my mom like... and I. My mom and I would play um, – we played Mario 64, Super Mario 64, and she, we had this notebook that we would keep track of all the stars that we got, all the accomplishments. And it was uh, like – there's yeah. like 100, 120 stars or whatever in the game. And so we would like go through and, and write down the world and the level – like the name of the star, and then we would check it off as we went in this like this spiral-bound notebook that we had. Like that's where my that's where my nerdiness comes from is my mother because she yeah. she would play it with me too which is which is interesting like if we would die if one of us would die she would take over and play and then if she died I would take over and play and we would sit there for hours and hours and hours yeah dude that's that's some good <laughs> stuff and then what was the other one the fighting engine to me it's like the best fighting game it's um ah uh, super or Smash Bros Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers yeah or, 
Smash yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was gonna. I was gonna say like Super something, Super Swinging, fighting. I think people. it's. I think it's Super Super Smash Brothers was like. Like it is. Yeah, it is right. Super yeah, yeah. Smash. Yeah. Yeah, you got it right. You had it right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That game you was. Done, oh you my done good, gosh. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, they were incredible games. Incredible games. Um, well, good man. Good man. I really appreciate you coming on to do this. Also. Oh, well, you know, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Like, I like to. I like to. I don't get to do this very often. I don't. I don't just go and talk a lot of times. Sometimes, like if we're collaborating or doing a guest spot, I, I'm participating in whatever it is that they do. So I don't get interviewed a lot. And you know, being somebody, it it actually helps me because being being somebody who interviews every week, it it helps me understand what it's like to be on in the other seat. You know, I, I need to be yeah. to understand that. And so I appreciate a better uh, idea of phrasing the questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's nice to know, like the nerves, the nerves are different when you're being asked questions, especially if you're not used to being interviewed than it is if you're asking questions. Cause I, I know how the conversation is going to go, at least controlling the conversation, but you know, it's hard to put yourself in that other, in that other seat and, and be the one who's being, interrogated for an hour <laughs> about your life yeah. and who you are and you know so nah, i appreciate yeah, you having like, me I, on man it's awesome oh dude you know what and that's no problem i appreciate anybody who comes on because like i i host this show by myself so yeah. i kind of like the backbone of this show is are the awesome people that come on like yourself and um you know they they keep the show going honestly because i I could not be doing this thing by myself every every single week. There's no way. I can maybe do one every once in a while, you know, but it's um it, I don't know if people like know about it, but podcasting by yourself is probably the hardest thing. A lot of these other shows, they have like a team of people, yeah. you know, that work <laughs> and um you know, it's, it's you know, people like from, you know, like uh what we were talking about the groups. Um there's a big group uh Podcast Mafia. Are you in that? Mhm. I am not. Yeah, you're I actually Somebody somebody uh, asked me about that, and I said no, I'm not, and they're going to invite me, but they haven't invited me yet. So oh no no, I'll, I'll invite you right after the show. It's like uh, Podcast yeah. Mafia on Facebook. It's the group page. It's like all one word, but um yeah, and like every week they do like Podcast of the Week, and they put it up at like um at the very top, like as like yeah. the cover art for the page. Yeah, and um you know, and they're the same in the same boat as the Florida uh, Podcaster Roundtable. They um you know they're there to help people, and it's like a lot of popular shows and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh yeah yeah so yeah, I'm definitely gonna send you an invite to that. But um it's cool. good man. I you definitely need to keep doing what you're doing because the guests that you like get on are absolutely incredible. You know like um Dude, yeah. Dan and Cody you had on too right didn't you Yeah Dan and Cody yeah yeah, yeah. he asked got, me Paul. Gotta, Paul Chomo asked me how I was able to get Cody to sit down for an interview, and I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share with you my technique for getting a two part interview or two parter with with two that people who have two hosts. Um, yeah. Here's my technique: I schedule the one that's the most available. I say it's gonna be a two part episode, and I don't ask them if it's okay if it's a two part episode. So then they have to do it because the <laughs> yeah. other one did it. So that's what happened with Paul Chomo. His his co-host Donna is actually going to be on the show for next week. Um, and with Dan and Cody, like he was, Cody was traveling. He he's just all over the place always. He's always traveling. And so I got Dan on, and he basically called him out for being a gypsy nomad who is always traveling. <laughs> and then he was like, when he got back, he was like, "Yeah, good job with Dan. When can you get me on?" I was like, 
I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. So that's yeah. my technique for, for doing And I've been doing the two-parters uh, with them were the first ones, and then that was last month. This month is uh, the Varmints hosts. And so that's what I'm doing right. with people who have, who have multiple hosts. Um, if they're willing, uh, I do a two-parter, so that's like a special thing for the month. Um, just because it, I feel like it – it kind of lends itself to a better conversation if it's one on one, and I and you know especially with Dan and Cody, they're both very different people, and so they're they're the way they converse and stuff is very different. Dan's super open and and share, you know he he likes to share. Yeah, he's he's a just a fun you know fun loving guy, and Cody is awesome, but he's a little bit more reserved, and so it was two very different like, conversations. Yeah, you have to like direct it to him. But that's good, yeah. too, also, because sometimes you'll have, like, four people on or something, like, try to have mm-hmm. a panel discussion, and everybody's just talking over each other, yeah. you know, and it's like, ah, this is yeah. this is getting messy. But, uh, no, that's good, dude. Yeah, you need to definitely keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to try to keep uh, floating on here. Um, yeah, yeah, your dude, show is you great, and- by the way. I've been listening to your show, and, like, just the conversations and the way they go, like, when you have guests there um, have been great. I listen to um, – the one uh, K way, I can't. I don't know how to pronounce their their actual podcast oh. name. Is it? Yeah, one. Yeah, 1K, no, one K away. Yeah, one K away. One K. I listened to them. Yeah, and, like that whole conversation was just like <laughs> it was so tangent filled and and great. And those those guys are awesome and just hilarious. yeah yeah. And, they're they're gr- they're so funny, so funny. And yeah. I know um. You know, and for me, like when I had one K away here at my studio, it was like I had already done their show. And, yeah. um, you know, it's it's always like after, you know, and maybe this the second time we get together, it'll be, you know, I, I already know I'm going to feel more comfortable because you're you're yeah. an awesome ass dude. And, um, you know, it's always that first time it's a little nerve wracking. But then by the second time is like where you really get some of the good stuff, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and then you could talk on a deeper level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so that. Yeah, so that's good. So I already feel like our second time is going to be a lot better. I can't even wait until we get to do this again, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. this worked out perfectly, so we don't even have to be like in front of each other. This is no. this is perfect. I don't want to be All anywhere right. near you, John Hammond. Very <laughs> stay away very, from me. <laughs> <laughs> very well done. All right. Well, guys, that has been Rhett Hall from the Brain Trust Bros podcast. He's also the uh the administrator of the Florida Podcaster Roundtable. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Where can they find Brain Trust Bros besides like iTunes? So you can uh, braintrustbros.com. That's the network website. So so all the stuff that we host, the uh, we have three shows. We have uh, my show, um, Potter and History X, which is just a uh, two guys hanging out talking about little known history, um, and the Banana Split podcast, which is a, a group that does cosplay and. Uh, movie reviews and just topical stuff from Australia, actually. Ooh. And so, the three of them are on the are on the network. Those three shows, so you can find those at braintrustbros.com, uh, at braintrustbros on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the network stuff. So anything that's that's just has to do with the network, um, Twitter and Facebook at BT Bros Pod for the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's that's you can pretty much uh, find us there if you're a podcaster, um, underdog podcast group. On Facebook as well, you can always find me there, or Floater Podcast around Roundtable, you can find me there, or just at Ret Two Society on Twitter or Facebook, you can find me there too, and just send me a message and say, "Hey, I heard you on John's show. I want to do a podcast, and I will do everything I can possibly do to to help you, you know, spend your money and wait and spend a lot of time doing a podcast." Yeah, <laughs> yep. So he makes it happen, guys, <laughs> and he's he's not hard to find, as you can see. So nope, um, I'm everywhere. you know, if you've 
Yeah, if you're not finding them, you're just not looking. It's as easy as yeah. that. And um, thank you again for being on, Rhett. Yeah, I will. Thanks, um, yeah, we will definitely have to get together. Thanks to everybody who's been listening. This has been funny to informing, and I will be catching up with you guys. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out.